With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Reason Through Time. I'm your host, June Torres. I hope everyone has had a good day and gotten closer to achieving your goals. Um, I just stepped out from, I just came back from outside. Got me a couple things, and um, the weather kind of cooled down. Kind of like I kind of like the weather because it's, it's it's drizzling out here where I'm at. Um, but so far the weather's good though, and um, I hope you guys are enjoying it as I am. With that being said, let's get straight into today's episode, which is film talk, and that and the movie is Twelve Angry Men. And so, before I stepped outside, I had just watched the movie. And man, (laughs) I love the freaking movie. It's still a classic in my book. It still is. Um, Because sometimes when you uh, remember a movie that you watch um, when you were younger, you have very fond memories of that. But it's very, it's just memories. And so sometimes re-watching the movie you watched when you were younger, you tend to be you tend to maybe find things that you don't like of it, but not this time. No, 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 no. And but most movies that I consider classic for me, I never I, every time I go back and watch them, I love them even more. And this is that. This movie is that. Um and I'm not sure if I ever mentioned that, but the movie is a 19 it's, it was it was filmed in 1957. And so it's a black and white movie, but I do recommend you guys watch it. And I know, I know, if any young fans out there, I know it's, it's like for some reason, young people, when it comes to experiencing the past, it's kind of like you guys don't even give it a shot. But you got to because that's your history. You gotta, you gotta understand where, how things got to be where it is, where it is at now. So definitely you guys Not just just not the young But everyone Gotta watch this movie because What I loved about the movie is just how it starts It, it, it basically you, um, And obviously It's called 12 Angry Men because it's, it's basically it has to do with 12 jurors And basically Them having to uh, Basically uh, Come out with a verdict Guilty or not guilty Okay and so, but you never, you never um, see anything that's going on in the courtroom. 
So you don't see the, the, the defendant's lawyer making his arguments or you don't see the, the, uh, um, the um, prosecution's arguments. You don't see none of that. Okay, because it's not about that. Okay, so when you when you first um, watch the film, you basically you, you you're in the courtroom, and the judge is addressing the jurors, and he's basically telling them it's a uh, a murder first degree with with the death penalty, and um, if there's any reasonable doubt, they must say not guilty. Okay, it must be not guilty. Okay. And so, you know, he says what he says to them, and then now they go into the to the back room, I guess, to come out with a verdict. And there's no other movie. I mean, I don't think a movie like this can come out now because it's it's a very, I guess, a, you know, a, a very simple script. But is because you need the actors. There's no background music. There's no action. There is just twelve. Men in a room, and they are trying to uh, debate on what the verdict should be. Okay, and that's it. It's just so you see all these personalities, all these actors, and let me tell you something. Every actor in this film, they all play their role, and they play it to perfection. There's not, there, there isn't an actor where you be like, ah, oh, I didn't really like his, his. His he he was the weakest one out of everyone. No 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 no. Every actor and the and the character that they each actor each the character that each actor played was phenomenal. They all brought they all brought something to uh, significant to the film, and that's what makes the film. It's the actors, the actors, their portrayer, they did the way they portrayed um, their character is just phenomenal. That's no no other word uh, of saying it. They make the film because again, there's no background music. There's no none of that. It's just these 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 men just talking amongst each other. And that's another thing about the film too. Um, there's no names. It's just zero one, zero two, zero three. So it's like now you become part of the juror, you know, because there is no name. So now you see. The different personalities and how they mesh with one another or not. And just how certain tempers uh, are, 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 are kind of short. Some people are short tempered than others. Some more are diplomatic. And then you see just the uh, interwoven dynamics of these people in this room. And trying to figure out if it's not guilty or guilty. And then the, the person on trial was a, a young man, 18 years old, who supposedly killed his father. And that's the whole debate. Did he did it? Did he do it or not? We don't know. And so that's that's where the fact that they don't give no names to the jurors, if you feel like you're one of them too. And you're trying to figure it out. And you're trying to... You, one of the, one of the uh, characters, they they make their, 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 um, their, their um, statement and their reason for why they feel that the person is guilty. And then you're like, you know what? They got a good they got a good point there. You know, so you become part of the story. And so it starts off with they get in, you know, they all sitting down, relax, whatever. Some of them go to the bathroom. 
And then finally, when it's time to, you know, um, basically uh, come with the verdict, they kept it simple. Like, you know, whoever, um, we can go one by one, first juror, second, third, and so on, go down the road. And they all, you know, they were like, if you think he's, he's guilty, raise your hand up. And um, one by one, they all raising guilty, 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 until finally one of the jurors, which is played by um, Henry Fonda, he raises, he doesn't raise his hand. So it's basically an 11 to 1 vote. And it must be a unanimous decision. Because it's a, uh, it's a murder of first degree with a death penalty. So it has to be a, you know, 12. 12 jurors must agree. It cannot be 11 to 1. No, it's just a complete unanimous decision. And then that's where, that's when basically the, 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 the story takes off. Or not the story, but yeah, yeah, but the drama takes off. Because now the one guy... Which is, I don't know what the name of the juror, I guess it's Juror 7, I forget. But now everybody's looking at him like, we all said guilty. You're the only one. And then that's when he has to make his case of why he votes not guilty. And why he has reasonable doubt on murder. That the kid murdered his father. And he starts making his case. And then one by one, little by little, as the movie proceeds, people start to listen, and then it goes to now two people saying not guilty. So now the vote is 10 to 2. And that keeps going on like that. And then you start to see the morale or the morals of certain men come to the surface. You start to realize that some of these men have certain hidden agendas within themselves which which if you think about it we all do we all do we may have certain predators predators <laughs> I can't even say that damn fucking word but that we have certain things that we come into the table already you know maybe we already have something against a person who's being accused and in one in one of the jurors was he pretty much was racist because the the 18 year old kid was a Puerto Rican. Okay, so in one of the in one of the moments, the juror that he his case was basically was you know those people those those people are animals, you know how they are they're all criminals, and then you see every other juror just get up. And basically get up from the table and go to like the, the wall because they don't want to hear it because they realize that what this man is he's bringing race to the table you start to realize that he's a racist prejudice prejudice I, I can't even say the damn word but you see that and then every and, and then one of the jurors finally when the guy shuts the fuck up the juror one of the jurors like we must come in here with the facts of the case. Not to bring any ill will that you already come with from the outside world. We are here to judge a man. A young man at that of 18 years old. His life is in our hands. 
And another juror, his whole beef was kids have no respect nowadays. No respect. And so he's really hard on, he's like, he's holding steadfast on the fact that this young kid, this 18 year old kid, killed his father. Like, no, he did it. I know he did. But he's coming from a place because one of the things he mentions is that he hasn't seen his son for two years. Because as he, he as he said himself, that he was hard on, on his son. Because one day he said he, he saw his son uh, back out from a fight. And so he said to himself, you know what, I'm going to make my son a man. And who knows how he treated his son. But now that his, his son is a grown man, well, his son went his own ways. So you can see that with this juror, he already had animosity towards anyone young. So his thought process, he didn't want to hear anything. No, he killed his father. He's a murderer. Closed case. Case closed. But before we even get to the point where we even get to the final stage of the story, the, the juror, which is played by uh, Henry um, Fonda, he makes a proposition. Because at that time, he's the only one saying not guilty. So then he basically says, look, let's have a secret ballot. Only you guys vote. I'll stay out of it. And then, and if the vote comes back with only you 10, I mean you 11, and the vote comes back that one of you guys says um, not guilty, and then we we could continue to debate this. But if you guys all say guilty, then I will say guilty also. So that was the proposition, and so that's what happens. They take a secret ballot. No one knows who's who, and one extra vote comes back not guilty, and that's when. It goes to the next stage, basically, and that's when everything really starts to come out to to the surface. You know what? I know this is this is not this has nothing to do with the film, but that because it is a film of that happened in 1957, you see certain things that are like only in that era that we don't have now. That I was like, oh shit, look. Like one of the things I saw in the film, there was a water cooler, you know, where they would all go go to get water. And when I saw the water cooler, the the the, the um the gallon of water, like the pouring the pouring water thing was um was glass. I'm so used to seeing water coolers with the plastic. No, this was made out of glass. So I'm like, oh shit, because you know this is 1957. Everything was, you know, every bottle was glass. So I'm like, oh shit, just to see that was kind of like dope to me. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up there. Just because as soon as I noticed it, I'm like, oh shit, it was made out of glass at the, when it first came out. But yeah, you know, I just want to <laughs> bring that out. But um, yeah. So that's pretty much how it all goes down. See, I cannot do justice to the film because it's... It's a very straightforward story. It's 12 jurors in a room debating on what the verdict should be. 
But what makes a story is the personalities of each and every character. And how they come together to come to the conclusion of basically not guilty. And that's what the verdict became. The verdict was not guilty. And then finally, towards the end of the movie, you see um, the one or two jurors, like the one juror, the old man, he goes to uh, the Henry, Henry Fonda's uh, um, character and basically introduces himself. And that's when you now know who the juror is. His name is Davis. And that's all you get, Davis. His name is Davis. Um, but yeah, I, I read... Because there's not really much to say. Okay? Because it's... When it comes to describing a certain personality of a character, that's kind of hard for me to convey to people of what I'm seeing. So I, it's something that is still... It's hard for me to do. And so... And then also, I, I feel like I'll do... a. Uh, 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 um, uh, a, a disservice on the movie itself if I do that but just know that it is a awesome if you want to see acting and you want to see like this just these different personalities that actors can bring to the table and how they just come together and they move in a, in a movie yo it's awesome this is the one to, to see because again there's no background music and there's a point in the film where and now it, it, there's a storm. So now all you hear is the rain coming down and the rain hitting the window. And then, because then there was a certain point of the, of, the, of the film where none of the jurors are talking to each other. They're just thinking. They're just meditating. Just they're in their thoughts trying to figure this thing out. And all you're hearing is just the rain pounding on the windowsill. So again, it's you become. It's as if you are part of that story too. You're one of the jurors. You you feel it. And even got to the point where I, I thought it was raining outside because I got so into the film. Okay. So I think that's what the film does great. I think the the atmosphere of the film. Because before it starts to um thunder in the film, before it starts to um rain and pour. There's basically like a heat wave, and you see all the jurors, they're all sweating. They're trying to open up the window. They're trying to turn on the fan that it's not working in the room. And you see all the sweat and everything. And it's just like, you, you feel it. Like, you feel the heat, too. And just like you feel the heat, but when it starts to rain and pouring, you feel that, too. Like, that's the perfect, those are the, I think, that the combination of the atmosphere that the director was able to um, put forth and add that with the acting chops of the of the actors, dude, this film is incredible. It's incredible because you, you you become right into it. And again, the story is a very simple story. It's just two, 12 jurors debating on, on, on a, uh, uh, trying to uh, basically debate on a conviction, okay? That's a very simple story. But what makes it great is the atmosphere and uh, the acting. The acting is just superb. And I do recommend this film. If you guys are, if you guys want those guys, uh, not just whoever, doesn't matter. If, if you like to see different films, even old films, something different, 
this is one to get. Because you don't see films like that. You really don't. You know, most films is, is, is action or horror. You don't see too many films where it's just one location. This is just one location. The whole film is one room. <laughs> it's just one room. They ain't going nowhere. It's just one room. And to just uh, um, to see the interactions of, of these characters, it, it, it's awesome. You don't see that in any film nowadays. You just don't. And you won't, matter of fact. It's a lot of films nowadays, they're just filled with... Uh, you know, sound effects and music, uh, background music, and it's just too much, too much. And even even with like, for example, like the latest Godzilla film, all these special effects, there's no longer costumes. And even though back in the day you could tell those costumes weren't that great, but it it, it just brought this charm to the film. And I think that's what's missing nowadays with the films of today. That they're so busy on the special effects and the sound quality and all these other things other than what makes a movie a classic and what brings charm to a movie. It's none of those special effects, it's none of that. It's the, the, the simple part of an actor just acting well. Even if the character that the actor is playing is absurd. If he does it well... It makes the film. Same thing with a, a director. A good director will make you feel as though this world is real. Like this is a true living world. This is not just a fantasy. This is real life. A real director can do that. And in this film, the director did a good job. Because the atmosphere that he was able to put forth made you believe that you was part of that atmosphere. That you was there too. And that you brought in, and that you was one of the jurors. But you, you was like the juror that didn't say shit. You was quiet as fuck, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, this is a film that. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. There was another thing that pissed me off. <laughs> but again, this is what makes the film so good because um, there was this one. Um, there was this one uh, juror. That he had a cold. <laughs> and the funny thing is because um, it's summertime, obviously. And one of the other jurors was like, oh, you got a uh, cold? He's like, yeah, I got a summer cold. And but all you kept seeing him do just with a freaking, what, what do you call those, like, um, uh, uh, handkerchief, yeah. All you kept seeing him was with the handkerchief and just... Not blowing his nose, but putting the handkerchief to his nose. That's all he kept constantly doing. Like to me, he just sniffed a, a bag of coke, and that that his nose is just leaking. You know what I'm saying that's that's the way I look at it. But it was so funny to see that man. he had a summer cold. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's like those are little things you see in the film that you haven't watched for so many years that you pick up. I'm like, oh, okay, I never realized that. Um, but yeah, man, look. It's an old classic film. Give it a try. Even if you're not you're not into old classic, you know, black and white films, give it a try because this is this is history. This is where you know the films of today came from. This is like the beginning stages of 
great films, and this is one of them. This is a great film. This is a classic. This is a, a short one, a real short one, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really do. Um, I try to try to be as entertaining as possible, even if it's a short one. And um, remember, next week, next week it will be. Where's my little paper? Next week will be. Next week will be. What is the paper? There you go. Once upon a time in the West. I'm sorry for the little um, pause there. I don't like doing that. But yeah. So next next Sunday again it will be film talk. Once upon a time in the West. And I definitely look forward to that one because that's another one in my book that is a classic. And it's and it's just a classic period. It is a classic. A lot. It's considered a classic film. Once upon a time in the West. I and just now thinking about it. Just um, remembering the beginning, how it starts, it is awesome. I love how it starts, man. I love how that film starts. It's just freaking dope. Um, and then, like I said, and then the following Sunday after next will be Film Talk Special, which I've been uh, mentioning. Uh, film Talk Special, which will be not on a film, but on a TV series, which will be se- season one, Out of Limits. And I definitely look forward to that because Out of Limits, it, it is a childhood um, show that, you know, it, it's really ingrained in, in my, my mind and in my heart. It's just, I have fond memories of those of, of that show. Just like with, same thing with um, uh, Twilight Zone. Those those shows is just, I could just remember them. And I could just, it, a lot of memories start coming out of nowhere. So, yeah. And then, obviously, keep uh, stay tuned for Fridays, as always. It's always Fridays uh, afternoon, uh, Saturday and Sunday evenings. So, always check me out for those those times. And as always, you know where you could listen to me. Main hub is Spreaker. That's the main hub for the podcast, the main place to go for the info and everything. But you can also check me out on Spotify, on YouTube. Google Podcast, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, GeoSaving, iHeartRadio. My email address is JuneTimeSeason at mail.com. And my Instagram is JuneTimeSeason. Give a follow, like, and always leave a comment behind. I definitely like the the, the, the feedback. Or you can email me, DM me, whatever. Whatever, whatever suits you best. Um, also, just... Um, future updates because there's certain things I still need to um, get out of the way but again my Saturday shows and Sunday shows will be followed by a live stream okay so I need to get certain things out of the way before I'm able to do that but that is the, the main objective is to do to basically this is what I want to do on Friday is always going to be a, a, a pre-recorded show. And then on Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be a pre-recorded show plus the live stream afterwards. Because what I would like to do is basically whatever the topic is. For example, right now, I just finished doing the film talk, right? So following the film talk, I go live so then we all can discuss it. And that's what I want to do because 
this this podcast I, it's not just about me talking but also getting feedback from you guys and your thoughts so we can have a dialogue and communicate and go just that's what I really want and so guys I thank you for the listen enjoy the rest of your evening and I wish you the best I want you guys to continue to work on your goals whatever that may be I know you could do it trust me Sometimes you may think like, man, time has passed. I don't know if I, no, you could. Trust me, you can. And I know that having you guys succeed is going to help me succeed. And that's just the truth. We all succeed when one another succeeds. And I hope you guys succeed. Thank you. Peace.